Episode 124, Road Trip, Part 17, Blue Ridge Parkway to Graceland. A friend of mine described his trip on the Blue Ridge Parkway as a ride on a narrow, hilly, twisty road that ran through dense forests, like a tunnel. He could see nothing but cars and walls of green on both sides. We traveled the road in early February and saw a few cars. I once counted one car every 10 minutes meeting us over a three-hour period. We also saw gray-brown tree trunks and open spaces that revealed beautiful valleys below and blue-colored mountains in the distance. These weren't mountains like we have in the West, but they were mountains of a lesser sort that were beautiful in their own way. We stayed one night in a wonderful green hotel in Floyd. They are famous for their bluegrass music every Friday night. We were there on a Monday and missed it all. We did manage to have one of the worst meals of our entire trip. This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. It was as if the parkway was closed, but we had been allowed on. We stopped at times and took turns riding our bicycles. No traffic, no sound, just silent, beautiful biking. The winter had stripped all the leaves from the trees and let our eyes prowl the forest floor. It was well worth the drive. Winter is a good time to go. Asheville, North Carolina has always intrigued me ever since I read Thomas Wolfe. He's the town's favorite son. His house is a historical monument and sits right downtown. Look, Homeward Angel, and you can't go home again have become American classics. Once read, they can't be forgotten. I was set on paying homage to this writer if I ever got close to Asheville. I toured the house and visitor center. It brought back memories from his books. Brenda took time to visit the Biltmore Estate, home of Charles Vanderbilt. It's a palace in every sense of the word. She loved it. I passed on the visit and instead spent my time chasing Thomas Wolfe's stuff and exercising at the YMCA. We especially enjoyed Izzy's Coffee Shop and the French restaurant Chauchon on Lexington Street. We stayed two nights in Asheville. Graceland, Tennessee became our next destination. We headed west from Asheville and found ourselves driving through the Great Smoky Mountains. The road ran twisty, up and down through woods and hollows. We saw lots of trees and lots of impoverished dwellings. They had the appearance of Appalachia, as imagined in music and literature. The state line was crossed, and we found ourselves in Tennessee. We spent the night in Waynesboro. We wanted to be fresh for our big day at the king's house. Everything was to revolve around Elvis Presley. I could rationalize this obsession, but let it just rest with the fact that he was the king. Yes, it is Disneyland in a way, but only in a way. We had a beautiful, warm spring day for our visit. It was a weekday in the winter, 
and there were no lines anywhere. We parked in a mostly empty parking lot and stepped out of the car to the sound of Love Me Tender. We purchased our tickets for $31 apiece and boarded the bus for a ride across a major highway to the mansion. Tacky is the word some use to describe this house. I think it's the shag carpet. That and all the other things that look cheap by today's standards. What impressed me was his racquetball court that had been converted into a hall of awards. There is a room that is over 90 feet long. I stepped it off. And on all four walls, there are gold and platinum records, gold boot awards or gold awards of one kind or another. It got me thinking that Elvis was a real giant. He not only wowed the girls and made millions of dollars, but he really did have a voice and appeal that took him to the very pinnacle of his profession. He was the king. He started out in Tupelo, Mississippi, a poor dirt farmer's son, and ended up a rich king, only to lose it all in his shameful death on his bathroom floor. His grave is still adorned with fresh flowers that come every day from fans. His story is like a Greek tragedy. It speaks to all of us. His circumstances, his work, his success, his untimely death or fall. I remember about reading about drugs playing a role. There's a message there somewhere. We looked, listened, and laughed at Graceland. Many folks would also shed a few tears. We knew when we got back to the car that this was one of our most memorable stops on the trip. I recommend it to anyone, especially anyone who is old enough to be retired today. It will bring back lots of memories of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. This is Retirement Talk. 